BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey love, welcome to the Selfish Bay Podcast, aka Selfish Talk, hosted by me, Olenike O.C. Selfish Babe is a personal development and women's lifestyle brand dedicated to women learning how to selfishly and authentically love themselves. On this podcast, expect to have your mind expanded, curse words said, and to gain a new perspective about who the fuck you are. Let's get into it. The Selfish Babe Selfish Talk podcast is sponsored by my company, Goddess Detox. Goddess Detox is a holistic wellness company dedicated to providing women with self-love inspired products to physically, spiritually, and emotionally detox. If you are a woman wanting to detox her ex, detox negative emotions, as well as to get more in tune with yourself and your vagina, check out our Goddess Vaginal Detox Pearls, as well as our Queen's Theme and Queen's Throne Combo, which is the in-home vaginal steam set for your convenience. You can find out more information on our products at goddessdetox.org, as well as follow at goddessdetox on Instagram. Tell them Olenike Osi sent you. Hey Selfish Babe, if you've ever wanted to start your own podcast, I recommend trying Anchor by Spotify. It's the platform I love for podcasting. I really love it because some days you just want to get out what you want to say easily and the Anchor app allows you to record your podcast right from your phone. One of my favorite things I love about Anchor is that you can add background music to each episode and cut audio quickly to add in advertisements. Anchor will distribute your podcast to all the major platforms like Apple, Spotify, Google, and more. Anchor is free. To get started, go to anchor.fm to start your podcast today. Maybe one day you'll be making millions from your podcast. Welcome to Ancestor Veneration 101, Ancestor Altars, Reconnecting with Your Ancestors, Welcome. Burn That Palo Santo, just to get the vibes right in here. Okay, we're talking about something very sacred, okay, something very sacred, something that is going to really reconnect you, and uh, we want to make sure the energy is always right, so if we don't have an instant, if you don't got some sage, then we can always do some Palo Santo. Here you go. Here's some. Hello, my beautiful Selfish Babe. It is your girl, Lenike OC, back here with another Selfish Talk, Selfish Babe podcast, as well as a YouTube video. 
so I think it was about two years ago when um, I had released my podcast episode on ancestors and let me just kind of look in the episode so i know which one i'm talking about and so that you guys know which one i'm talking about in case you want to go and listen to that episode just give me one second i think it was like so early oh number yeah podcast episode number six ancestors spirit guides and angels who are they and I had released that um, June 27, 2018. It is now March 31st, 2020. And so at the end of the episode, I had mentioned that um, I was gonna teach through a course on really reconnecting with your ancestors and building altars. And I've gotten so many DMs from you guys just about wanting to learn more about that. And so I decided to create this YouTube video about it. I highly suggest you subscribe if you're not subscribed right now. I also highly suggest that after this, after you're done watching this video, and if you really, really enjoyed it, um, I really ask you to share it with your friends and family, especially your friends and family that you think are more open to something like this. Um, because I think in this time and time moving forward, it's very important that you are reconnecting with spirit and um in order to do that you y'all need to reconnect with your ancestors um that's like the your first defense almost you know and so um some people may you know be interested in uh, working with other types of spirits and that's cool but you always foremost like want to reconnect with your ancestors and so for that podcast that is my podcast the selfish babe selfish talk podcast let me do a formal introduction for anybody new. My name is Olenike Elsie. I'm the founder and CEO of a women's wellness company called Goddess Detox. Check out my Goddess Detox pearls and my Queen's Vaginal In-Home Steaming System, ladies. And if you haven't watched my Yoni Breathing video, go watch that too. And I'm also the founder and CEO of a company called Selfish Fave, and that is a personal development lifestyle brand really focused on women learning how to selfishly and authentically love themselves. And I have an app called Selfish Babe, which hosts my podcast, the Selfish Babe Selfish Talk Podcast, where you can go listen to episode number six, like I had mentioned. I think it was six. Let me go verify that. Yes, episode number six. So it's been a long time coming for me to make this, this video. And the last time I had did my other video, which was the Yoni Breathing video, my thought was I need to make the ancestor video. It's been a while, it's time is now, people need to learn more about their ancestors and reconnecting. And so that's what we have here. And so, little background if you don't know. So I am not religious, I'm very spiritual. Um, I practice ancestor veneration and orisha worship. Orishas are just natures of spirits, which are just different aspects of God. So if you wanted the aspect of God that was like love, success, fertility, money, uh, sweetness, that is also a warrior, then you would be talking about the spirit of Oshun, right? And so for me, um, that's primarily my practice. And in my introduction to all this, I had started with like a tradition, traditional African spiritual practice called Ifa. And um, some people practice Santeria, some people practice Hoodoo, Voodoo, and all that stuff. If you are afraid of these words, I'm gonna stop you right here. Uh, a lot of those spiritual practices, especially when it comes to indigenous or traditionally African spiritual practices, have been demonized. They're not evil, right? You can choose to use something the way you want it to be used. So if you're going to use it for good, you use it for good, right? Anybody can say Christianity. People can use Christianity for bad. You may not think so, but they can. 
And so uh, I'm just mentioning these um, other types of spiritual practices because a lot of times, especially people of African descent, are disconnected from these practices because they were demonized. And so when I say those things, I don't want you to be fearful and stop this video because that's I'm not getting into that right now. What I'm getting into is about you reconnecting with your ancestors and why it's important and what it's done for me. So when I was about... 22 I had graduated Florida State University and um, I was heading to FAMU and um, I was studying something called community psychology and during that time I was getting my master's in community psychology and during that time um, I just really got to know more about my history I mean I had an uh, undergrad degree of African-American studies as well as psychology but going to FAMU was a whole nother level of black history and so through that I also learned about different spiritual practices that were demonized here and um, through the practice of Ifa, through the practice of um, another traditional African spiritual practice, the main thing that I was taught was about ancestor veneration. And it really made sense to me. It made so much sense to me. Like growing up, I kind of felt confused about Christianity. I didn't really mesh with Christianity. That really wasn't my thing. And so um, even if you are a Christian, continue watching this video because this does not exclude you. I think everybody should be venerating their ancestors who are of good character. It's very important. Who are of good character. And so, and I'll get into that into a second. But through my practice of ancestor veneration, connecting with my ancestors, getting spiritual readings done, right? Doing um, spiritual cleanses and washes and just my spiritual practice and learning more in that and being guided by other people who have, who have way more knowledge than me. You know, I've gotten readings where, you know, the work that I, that I do for my ancestors are so helpful that my ancestors are working in my favor. Um, and I think the success of even my businesses, to be honest, is not to say without the work of my ancestors, right? My spiritual practice. And so because, you know, a lot of times we see things here in the physical and they really happen on a spiritual level first. They really happen on a spiritual level first. They really happen on an unseen level first. And so it's just like, yeah, you see these, you know, may see these great physical things or maybe not so great physical things. But a lot of times it happens on a spiritual level, on an unseen level. Like you can't physically see something, right? But some people have a spiritual gift where they can see spirit or see types of energy. Like I have a whole energy body that you're looking at that you cannot see right now. Some people who are gifted can't see it. And so for me... Um, the things that I do in me learning about honoring my ancestors, um, it has helped my success, it has helped me ground, it has helped my gratitude, it has helped me understand that there is something greater than just myself. And I think um, that's the thing. Like for me, even though Christianity never, never resonated with me, I know people were always like God, like God was greater of greater than themselves and if I talked about it in this kind of perspective and so for me learning about my ancestors helped me realize that it helped me to reconnect with God the goddess the creator the universe honestly because for me it just made sense so where do I want to begin it's important that you connect with your ancestors because they have set a foundation, many of them, whether they were good or bad, they've set some type of foundation for you. And for me, what I personally believe is that when you pass on into the spiritual realm, whether that be heaven or non-heaven, whatever your beliefs are, um, for, in my perspective, there's still a life after that in the spiritual realm. And there's things that I can do in the spiritual realm that will help 
my family in this physical realm. So if I were to pass on, I had children um, or grandchildren <laughs> and um, I had passed on, it would be my best affirmation that they remember me and that they remember what I have taught them and that they do continue practice ancestor veneration. Because if my you know great granddaughter needed something and I'm able to get it faster for her because I'm in the spiritual room and I can make shit happen and she's you know making shit happen on this side then I'm going to do that. And then we can see great I can see great change in her life and I can know that she's taken care of. And so what I've seen is that unfortunately a thing happens in life called death. And um, it's very unfortunate, but it is a part of life. If we were to go look at the trees outside, we know that the leaves are thriving and, the, and we also know the leaves are dying. And so for me, it's a part of life. And so for me, what I have seen is like a lot of times when people pass on that people really love, of course it's heartbreaking. But I oftentimes see that people think that that's it, that that was the end of the relationship, that that person has passed on, that there's nothing else that you can do with that relationship and that's just very untrue for me and untrue for me just knowing about the work that you can do with your ancestors even even a loved one that has passed on that may not be an ancestor right a loved one that has passed on that was a person of good character you can still talk to them you still you can still commune with them you can still give them things that will aid and help elevate their spirit so that they can intercede in the spirit realm here in the physical realm for you and so for me it's like just because somebody has passed on it doesn't mean that that was the end of your relationship it could have been your mom it could have been your dad it could have been your grandma but i have a really good relationship with my grandma and through my other gifted friends who are able to channel spirit can can give me a message right from my grandma right because but i work with her but sometimes like those messages won't come through because it's like you're not working with any of your ancestors so it's like what I'm saying is like, it's important to keep that connection going. It's like, you wanna build an army that's gonna be working on your behalf in the spiritual realm, especially as times continue going on, you wanna be protected, right? And we are not only gonna protect ourselves through our physical word and through our prayers, but we also gotta build up that spiritual army. And for me, my ancestors are my spiritual army, no matter what religion. And I do wanna, I always point this little fact in because I know sometimes, and I, I, Sometimes with my Christians, it's a little hard because you were taught different. You were taught that, no, 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 I'm not going to worship the dead. The dead is gone. That's it. Back in the day, you can look it up. Southern Baptists used to have or used to have ancestor altars. They would still practice their Christianity, right? And they will also have an altar in the house honoring a, a past ancestor, a past loved one. And so what I'm saying is that it is really okay that no matter what it is that you practice, you can always honor your honor your ancestors. Whenever I go to the east side of the world, you know, to Thailand, to China, to those countries, even to India, you go to the nail salon, you go to, you know, maybe um, a different place of business, okay, a place of business, right, that may be of Eastern culture. You will see a little incense burning, some water, and a picture of somebody. That is usually an altar. And they have that in their place of built business, usually because they're there more than often than home. As well as they want to bring some good vibes, some good protection, some good money to the business. And so they honor their ancestor or their loved one in that space. You cannot tell me that you have not seen these altars before. And so if you haven't, please go when you go to a nail shop, whenever we can go to one of those again, 
please check around, look around and see if you see an incense of photos and some water. Because that is usually an inkling of, oh wow, they're honoring somebody here. There's some type of honoring going on. They're having, they're doing some altar work. And that's not a bad thing. And I've just seen a lot in terms of the African American community where our connection is not there because we just haven't been taught. And so for me, I've been taught and I want to share what I have been taught. And I'm affirming that you start to build your ancestor altar. I will be showing you how to build up an ancestor altar as well. But for me, it's just very important that you do reconnect with your ancestors because you want to build a spiritual armor, a spiritual army, right? So I want to talk about something that is really, um, it makes sense to me, which is called reciprocity, right? You do something somebody does something back right you give they give you give they give you need something they give you something they need something you give them something reciprocity so for me when i learned about ancestor veneration i learned about ancestor altered i learned that hey maybe if i cook some food with the intention of you know giving my ancestors some strength and showing them gratitude and i pray over this food and i give it to them on their altar and i burn the candle and i let them know this food is for them right then this is me in the physical world cut this book up this is me on the physical world this is the spiritual world so i'm gonna give this food pretend this pen is the food it's gonna fall and it fell over into the spiritual realm, right? It crossed over from the physical realm because of my intention and my prayer, boom, it crossed over into the spiritual realm. My ancestors are gonna be like, oh wow, she cooked some food. Oh, I feel more alive, I feel strengthened. I feel like I have the energy. Oh, she has a prayer. She wants us to, she wants us to um, send some money her way from her, for her business. Okay, I think we can do that, I think we can do that. Oh, oh, I just feel so at strength. Whatever it is that my granddaughter needs, I'm going to be able to do it because she is consistent with her ancestor veneration, right? She's consistent in honoring us. She's consistent in praying for us. She's consistent even praying for the family. And so for me, what I really liked when it came to this type of spirituality is just that reciprocity if i give something i see something happen if i'm asking for something i'm gonna get it and i'm not saying that every time you ask for something you're gonna get it in this moment i'm not saying that i'm just saying you're gonna be able to start being self-aware you're gonna start asking for signs once especially after you're starting your consistent ancestor veneration practice asking for signs and you're gonna notice it right in my pockets i had talked about i felt like i was going in the wrong direction and i had went outside and had asked out loud to my ancestors hey is it if this is you know the still the right path let me know and then a white butterfly flew by me and then i, I didn't take it as anything but then it circled around my whole body and then that's when i was laughing because i was like this butterfly made sure that i couldn't miss it because the sign was for me but that's because i'm self-aware and i am self-aware through honoring my ancestors and so i'm saying as you as you continue to give and practice honoring your ancestors and become more self-aware you will notice these signs because these are the signs that they can give you and sometimes they may not be so obvious and sometimes they are hella obvious right and sometimes you'll laugh because you see the sense of humor that they have and so, for me, when I learned about reciprocity and the asking and giving, it just made sense to me. And I want to make sure I say this. Like, your ancestors have done a lot 
for us to go to get here and especially i'm talking to my people of african descent your ancestors have done a lot i mean there were times where we just really couldn't even fucking sit in a bus we couldn't be in the same school we couldn't drink from a water fountain and now you see commercials of interracial relationships i mean i feel like the ancestor way back in the day would could just not believe their eyes that something could even exist and i say that to say it's just it's just so imperative that we connect with our ancestors for me spiritual or not it's like just honor somebody that did something for you right it's like there are so many laws that were changed and and created so that we can exist in the way that we do now and there's still other things that need to be done yes but it's like somebody worked their butt off and even probably sacrificed their life for you to be sitting where the fuck you are and so for me if that means Oh, building an altar and talking to my ancestors and knowing that, hey, I'm fucking grateful. That is such a wonderful act of gratitude because it's like, literally, sometimes it makes me cry just to think of the things that they went through, my people of African descent, and it's just like, God dang. The things that they went through, the physical abuse, emotional abuse, rape, all of that that they experienced. So you cannot ever tell me, oh, this is a demonic thing because it's such a beautiful thing. It's such a beautiful experience, especially once you really, really get into the practice. And so I want to say something. When I'm talking about ancestors, I'm talking about people in your family that have passed on who are those of good characters. It's very important for me to say. Some of your family were not good people. Some of your family fucked over people, right? And you may not have known this because you weren't born. So you have no idea who this could be. And so when we're talking about my ancestors or what I'm calling on my ancestors, I'm usually saying my ancestors of good character whose names I do not know. My ancestors of good character whose names I do not know. And I say that because you may not know their names, but that doesn't mean their energy doesn't exist or that their energy can't come forth. Oh, uh, this is the thing. If you haven't watched the movie Coco, a Disney movie, this will like literally make more sense because as you see in the movie Coco, ancestors would be that they would celebrate the Day of the Dead, right? To just traditional Mexican culture, celebrate the Day of the Dead, which I think is so beautiful. I want to go one day. And it's like, if that, some family members were not remembered, they would fade away. They would fade, they wouldn't be as, um, they wouldn't be as colorful. As the family members remembered the people, they would be bright in the spirit world. But if they didn't remember them, then they would fade away, fade away, fade away. And so I really recommend Coco is a wonderful movie just to kind of get an idea of the concept um, and it may not be exactly accurate but I feel like you'll just be able to relate to it better so I highly recommend watching that movie. Alright so we talked about access to a good character I just want to make sure I said this so um it's really important that you say ancestors of good character because like I said, some of your family members were not the best people. It's like if I'm thinking about ancestors, right? Or let's say that I was predominantly Caucasian and I was calling on my ancestors. Um, some of those ancestors were slave owners and I wouldn't necessarily think that that would be a person or ancestor of good character because there were so many atrocities that went on during that time. And so a lot of, you know, slave masters would rape uh, enslaved people, um, would force them to work um and would you know horrible horrible physical abuse so i'm just saying that in case anybody of any color descent wants to call upon their ancestors i really love if you would say ancestors of good character that would actually be in your best interest as well because you really want those ancestors that are thinking of your best favor um your, your highest good and that they are actually um 
good people that have good character so that's the way that i was taught so i just really wanted to make sure since that's what i do and that's what i was taught that that's what i share with you all so now we're getting to like the really really fun part we're setting up your altar and um the reason why having a, a altar in your home or in your closet or in your room somewhere private that the, that will be the only space that you will interact with your ancestors Primarily, um, kind of like a place of worship. It's like a mini temple inside of your home, but really like a home for your ancestors. So that's where you go to pray with them. That's where you go to send gratitude to them. And of course, if you're outside of nature, you can always talk to your ancestors, even when you're on the inside. But like in terms of having a direct space, a place of worship, this is why you would want to create an altar to have a stronger connection. I have this box because um, I just want to show you that how simple it is to kind of create an altar. If you don't have much right so if you have a box you can get a box like this if you don't you can do a bookcase you can do on the top of a dresser but I'm represent this box is just representing a sturdy space you want to have a white cloth white cloth is good because um, white is just a nice symbol of like purity and peace and calmness and that's what you want with your ancestors you know so get a nice white cloth. You can put the white cloth over a dresser, over your bookcase, whatever is the altar that you're making, put the white cloth there. Now you're going to need either a bowl, like a, and then you want to add some water. So I have some water here just so I can show y'all. Or you can also use a cup. I have this wine glass because sometimes I'll give my grandma um, some water or alcohol um, in this, but I just really want you to understand that the water is important so you can have it in a cup or a bowl. I even have another bowl just to show you guys. You want to have a candle. So primarily a white candle is really good for your ancestors. Again, white is really representing peace and clarity. Um, Sometimes people have what they call a seven-day candle. A white seven-day candle kind of looks like this. Also, it could be this size, but white. So you can find these at your Botanicas. And if you really don't know where, you can find Botanica, which is B-O-T-A-N-I-C-A. I'll put it here, the spelling, or spiritual shop. Um, then I think you can always find these white tea light candles. So you can always light these too. Um, you can probably search on Amazon for seven day candle, white seven day candle, or tea light candles. So you're gonna have a candle. I'm gonna put this one here. I'll also put the tea light here just so you guys have a visual. And you wanna have a picture of your ancestors. So I have this picture framed just as a visual. Um, but you do not wanna put any picture that is of you. You want to put a picture of that family member that you know was an ancestor of good character that has already passed on. Um, remember, ancestor of good character or loved one that has already passed on. You do not want to put any living people on your ancestor altar. You really want to make sure that the picture is only representing those who have passed on and who are those of good character. Now, um, you may have to ask other family members if you're like a young, young person like me, ask your mom or your dad, hey, are there any pictures of grandma? or any online photos, you know, if somebody who have to have passed. Now, if you don't um, have a photo, I think that's okay. Some people don't have immediate photos. For me, what this is really about is more so the intention, but you want to have your water. You want to have your candle because this represents fire. You want to have, you know, earth elements. So you have fire, you have water. Um, 
sometimes I'll be burning palo or an incense that also represents fire, um, earth, a plant. Oh, let me get that small plant. I'm gonna put a small plant here. I was like, I'm missing something. So earth, um, you would put a plant would be lovely. Sometimes I, I have an aloe vera plant on my actual ancestor altar. Um, so like a living plant would be good. I'm gonna get this pot, so give me one second. So I just got a plant. I had it in here. So I have a plant, I'm gonna put this here. I was trying not to hide my face. Plant, you got your water, you got your photo if you have it. If you don't, that's okay. And I like to add like a cup of uh, rum, a cup of gin, um, just some good alcohol, maybe even some wine. And the reason why, like I'm not a drinker, like I actually really don't like alcohol at all. But the reason why is because for some reason the spirits, your ancestors, that's what they call like alcohol spirits, um, they enjoy it. So you know how sometimes uh, if somebody passes away, they may pour some alcohol on the ground in remembrance of that person. It's kind of the same thing, except you're not pouring into the ground, which you can't do one day, but you're putting it on the ancestor altar. So I'm going to pretend that in this glass is gin. So let's say it's a cup of gin, so y'all get the, you know, the whole setup. Boom. Now, let's say that I have everything that I need, right? Usually, I would really have liked you guys. I'm gonna try to back up so you can see me. I would have really liked you guys to um, put Florida water or um, sage these up, these objects and really have some good intention behind it. So I'm gonna light this Palo Santo, and I'm gonna pretend that let's say um, I'm coming to my ancestor altar, right? Oh, I'm building it, and so I'm gonna light this Palo Santo or sage. Or you can wipe off the items with some spring water and put good intention into it. That is another way that you can spiritually cleanse something. So let's say I'm coming, right? Clearing away any negative or unwanted vibes. That's what I would say. Clearing away any negative or unwanted vibes. Really setting up a good space for my ancestors. My ancestors, those of good characters who love me. Uh, who have my best intention at heart, who are protecting me, who are guiding me. Really just wanting to have a space for my ancestors of good characters whose names I do know and don't know. And so clearing out this space for them, right? So we light it, we're cleansing the space, we're cleansing ourselves. You can keep that lit. I'm gonna put it on where the tea light candle is so y'all can see it. All right, so now, if I have my candle right, and I let's say I'm gonna add the photo. I'm just gonna add the photo because I have it, but if you don't have one, remember that is okay, right? I wanna say forehead right and to my heart. So we say Ori in Yoruba, which is another a practice of Ifa. So um, it's traditional Nigerian culture, that's the language Yoruba, but it's also um, a way of life. So I would put this towards my head my ori and my heart and I said oh I like this candle with good intention uh, for my ancestors of those of the character um, and I would say their names so if I know their names I would say their names out loud then I would light the candle like such so that's burning so let's say you were gonna keep this candle burning because sometimes the seven-day candles we keep the candle burning 
until they're burned out. And let's say you're leaving your house, right? Or you're not in the room all the time. You want to put that candle in the bowl of water for safety. So if the candle does go all the way to the bottom, that if anything were to happen to the glass, it would be in that bowl of water and everything is safe. That's what I highly recommend doing. Um, but you don't have to do that if you don't want to right away. You can just keep it on the outside of that bowl of water. Um, you can even, even with the water, let's say if I'm going to give uh, my grandma some different alcohol, right? And I came in the room to give an offering. I would say, hey, I'm putting, pouring so much love, so much gratitude. This alcohol is for uh, in my head. And I would say the name and I would put it on the altar. And so this is primarily the setup of the alcohol. We have the plant, we have the water, and we have the photo, as well as good vibes. And you can just sit here and talk to your ancestors. You can tell them about your day. You can tell them what's been going on with you if you're really just reconnecting. If it's a specific ancestor in general that you want to communicate with, then you would, you know, set that intention and say that, hey, I'm talking to so-and-so. And you ask for signs that um, could be obvious but that don't scare you. You know, oh, I'm open to you sending me signs that are obvious but that don't scare me or something of that nature because then that just lets them know, hey, I can communicate with you. And so it's like you give them permission to kind of um, act in your life. And so in terms of going to your altar, I think you're going as often as possible. I think the minimum is once a week, but I think going every day would be good. Uh, before I go to bed, if I'm home, I'm saying goodnight, and I, you know, I tap my head on my heart and tap the floor in honor of my ancestors, and then I go to bed. But their altar is in a different room, but that's what I'll do. I'll say goodnight if I'm going on a trip. I'm, you know, I'm always, you know, saying, hey, I'm praying for safety, you know, knowing that I get there well, and I let them know, like, my goings on. And so that is how you kind of set up the altar, and now I kind of want to get into spiritual offerings. We talked a little bit about it when it came to the alcohol, but I just wanted to make sure y'all had the setup. Okay, so y'all could be like, oh, okay, this is what she's talking about. This is how it looks. And I'm going to take another mini video that shows the back side of this, so you kind of get that visual. And then we're going to get into um, offerings. All right, this is the visual, y'all. So the candle, the water, the plant, the pretend gin. I want to make sure y'all can see that. And I put it on this box, as y'all can see, just as a visual representation so it's like whatever you have, this is what you can use. This is the bare minimum. This is the Apollo in the back. Bare minimum. And remember, like I said, you can put the candle in the water like this. Hey, beautiful. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Selfish Babe Selfish Talk podcast. If you feel like this episode has helped you in any way and you think that it could be impactful to a girl or a woman that you know, definitely send this episode to her. Also, make sure to download our Selfish Babe app to receive self-love inspirational messages throughout your day found in the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. You can also head over to our website, SelfishBabe.com, to join the community. Follow at SelfishBabes with an S on Instagram. Or you can also follow me on Instagram at Elsie. I affirm that you have an amazing day. I will connect with you on the next episode. And I love you. Mwah. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then 
place a $5 wager on any sport, you'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.